Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. Thank you so much for taking this show to 16,000 plus dreams in just a short period of time. I am forever grateful. Our next goal for Kindly Gifted is to dominate these motherfucking charts. And for that, I need your help. If you could do me a quick favor and click follow or subscribe on the platform that you're listening on and drop a quick rating of what you think of the show, that would greatly help us climb the charts because transparently speaking, that's the only way that we can do it. I need you to click follow, click subscribe, and again, drop a quick rating of what you think of the show and let's get us to number one. Thank you again so much and tune into the episode. I have been summoned um, for my thoughts on generative AI, which honored. But before I do dive into it, quickly want to note that this is a larger conversation, one much larger than I myself can lead. Um, therefore, I will be asking guests questions about AI and their thoughts, particularly creatives. Um, so you'll hear that throughout the rest of the season. And I really would like to have a, a guest or two actually um, and have dedicated episodes to AI just because this is such a huge conversation. But I quickly wanted to pop in with my thoughts because you and I have been having this conversation in the DMs and I've had people um, ask me on Instagram and LinkedIn or email me about these things. And so I did want to chime in quickly with my thoughts. But yeah, this is a much larger conversation than I myself can can lead. So first question I have been asked, and I've seen a lot of discourse about this, particularly also on LinkedIn, is um, can AI replace creative jobs? This discourse is mainly coming from executional talent. So this would include people like designers, copywriters, videographers, photographers, editors of any kind and retouchers, music producers, maybe some art directors, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Do I think that AI can replace creative talent? No. No. At least not at this time. And the reason for that is because creatives are fueled by their emotional views of the world. That is what inspires our ideas, our visions. Um, and AI at this moment in time does not possess any qualities of emotional intelligence or abilities to process emotions and translate them into um, ideas. This is also why, slight tangent, I don't believe that there's, like, competition amongst creatives, um, like, amongst true creatives, because the way that one creative versus another comes up with ideas and executes that idea 
depends on their personal individualized experiences in this world and how they themselves, even if two creatives share very similar life paths, they have absorbed and processed their lives and their experiences very differently. And that then is projected and injected into their ideas and the way that they then function as creative talent. So because AI is not human, it is unable to inject the same type of emotional intelligence um, and individualized experiences into, the th into its output, basically. So no, I don't believe that AI can replace uh, talent. Can AI be useful to execute certain things to a certain degree? Sure, we can dive into that in a second, but I don't think it replaces an entire creative 100%. No. Um, and I actually saw a campaign from Nikon about this, which I was, first of all, really impressed that brands are participating in this conversation and recognizing that there is discourse happening around this. And so they should take some sort of stance and it is important for them to do so. And Nikon actually took the stance of sort of anti-AI, actually. So um, they released a campaign uh, concepted and produced by an agency called Circus Grey Peru. And the campaign was quite simple. Honestly, something I would imagine in like a magazine or in, in any form of print, as well as perhaps a billboard. Um, but... Essentially, the visual is a real photograph of real existing landscape out in the world shot by a real photographer on a Nikon camera. And overlaid on top is copy that is positioned in a way where it mimics a prompt that you would put into something like Midjourney. So, for example, let's say there is a series of, of trees or maybe it's like even dolomites somewhere in like the dolomite region um which if you look at it like some of it kind of looks a little post-apocalyptic and the prompt overlaid on top would be like new york the new york city skyline post the zombie apocalypse or something like that um so it was kind of, I just thought it was really interesting that they decided to take that stance. And then the tagline and ultimate concept of the campaign was something along the lines of like, don't lose faith or don't lose sight of the real world. That's what it was. Um, I was like, don't lose faith. Don't lose trust. It was like, don't lose sight of the real world. Like, haha, you know, anyway. So, um, I thought it was interesting that they took that stance. I would envision a brand like Sony, Maybe even Canon would be a little bit more pro-AI. Um, Canon for sure, simply because they just partnered up with Emma Chamberlain. Um, and they actually are one of the first brands that started selling like cameras that they would formally call vlog cameras or the creator kit or things like that. So they cater very much to the creator economy. So I would imagine that they would probably be a more pro AI or at the very least using AI to like supplement some of your skills as a creator, helping you like scale your business as a creator or whatever. Um, so I would imagine that they would be 
more pro AI than, than Nikon, but because most of Nikon's audience, for example, are like creatives that are using Nikon cameras and Nikon equipment professionally for a living, their audience probably is mostly anti-AI. Whereas the Canon audience would be like creators that like Emma Chamberlain vlog and maybe there's a, a lot of time and energy that goes into designing YouTube thumbnails that they don't want to. So they'd rather use AI to help them do that. You know what I mean? So I can see that kind of being a different approach. In any case, the short answer is no, I don't think that AI can replace human creative talent at this point. Going into the second question, which kind of has, is, I guess maybe like a little bit of a two-parter, is what are my thoughts on people using AI to complete end-to-end concept to execution? So fully creating something in AI and using AI to think for you. Um, and the follow-up question to that was, can I tell? I'm going to answer the first que- the second question first. Can I tell? Yes. Yes, I can. To me, it's obvious. I don't know. I'm very curious to hear from other creatives and also people who do not work in the like creative side of the marketing industry. I'm curious if you can tell. I can tell. I've asked this also to some copywriter friends of mine and I'm like, can you tell if copy was written in AI? And they're like, yes. And then they asked me if I can tell if like visuals were created in AI. And I'm like, yeah, I can also tell if copy was created in AI as well. There's just something about it that doesn't feel like as human as a human being would write it. Um, I will note there are AI software um, that have allowed entire agencies to create positioning and services where they essentially um, provide brands imagery that were created entirely in AI, meaning that there are no real models that are being cast. (laughs) I have also been asked if I can tell if that is AI and I have said yes. (laughs) That one's a little more complicated for me to explain because some of the images are really, really, really good and the models look really, really real, but something about it at the same time doesn't feel quite real. Um, So anyway, short answer is yes, I can tell. I'm sure I have been wrong about it before, but a good 80% of the time, 85% of the time, even I can tell. Um, What do I think about people basically doing the entire execution of something in AI and using AI to think for them? Um, I don't know. I guess maybe my, my first answer can also inform this answer. Do I like it when people use AI to like fully execute something? No, it devalues the entire creative industry. I don't love it. Um, If you can't write copy, this is not the time to cosplay as a copywriter by putting something into AI. And then putting it into AI and then copy and pasting it directly into wherever it's going. No, I think the effectiveness of AI is Don't use it to fully think for you. This is just my opinion. You most benefit from AI when you afterwards proofread it, edit it, 
you know, add like your special sauce into it to make it feel more human and more real and genuine. But do I know that there are people that basically, let's say ChatGPT, create a brand strategy on ChatGPT for a client and then copy and paste and and basically present it to the client. Yes. Um, How do I know that? Because they make entire social media accounts about how they do it. And I'm just like, are you? (laughs) Huh? Baffles me. But regardless, get your bag, do whatever. Um, My thing is that and this is just experiences I've had with AI. For example, if you were to go into like copy AI and you were to ask it to name your business, um, you will see that it will give you names of businesses that already exist. So you have to like fact check things yourself. You have to ensure that this is not already an existing business that will put you in a liable position. Um ChatGPT, for example, actively discloses, and you will find it at like the very bottom and also in their terms and conditions, that it is not capable of fully doing accurate research for you. So like you still have to do a lot of the legwork yourself. I don't think AI is in a place where you can like fully copy paste, plug it in and and you're done. I don't think it's there. Um, Jasper actually does a really great job of explaining that. So for example, they just released a feature where you can create entire campaigns. Most of it is copy-driven campaigns. So like email marketing, newsletters, okay? Not like visuals. Um, where, and, and they included a disclaimer actually that there are three stages to the campaign and a big, big, big stage of it is you already coming to Jasper with your research, your audience, the purpose of the campaign, the ultimate concept and idea that you're looking to, to execute, et cetera, et cetera, the KPIs that you're looking at. You have to already have a lot of the information before you can ask AI to do anything. So my issue is when people use AI to do the end-to-end execution of like a brand strategy of a campaign, I have problems with that because AI is not human and AI is not accurate. That's also the big point, which is the other thing about, I'm kind of curious how legally this will all be regulated because we're already starting to see a lot of conversations around, you know, deep fakes and people producing music in the voices of certain famous artists and what the regulations are around that. Then, you know, images are being produced using AI, like Levi's, for example, released images where real models were never cast. They were AI-generated human beings, and that created a lot of controversy. Some people started saying, okay, well, should companies and, and, and individuals state and disclose when AI was utilized in the execution of certain creative assets? And what are the conditions that they need to meet in order to do so, et cetera, et cetera. So AI is best used when you have done a lot of the legwork yourself and need to quickly fill a void, you know, okay? Like, I'm going to be very open. I use AI to name my podcast titles. However, I don't copy-paste the titles into 
Spotify for podcasters and press publish. Like I edit certain things or some of the words just like don't sound like words I would ever use or the sentence structure doesn't make any sense. So I go and, and edit it anyway. And I think that's a good use of it. Um, I also think, for example, if you were to use something like Midjourney, Midjourney is really great. Let's say if you are not, you know, fully capable and sitting there of like designing something on Photoshop or Illustrator, or maybe you don't have the time or whatever, and you want to like quickly mock up an idea without having to invest a ton of time into creating that idea. And then your client's like, no, fuck that. I don't want to do it. Midjourney can be a really great way of creating a, a mock-up for something and including that into a pitch or whatever. Um, it can save you a lot of time or maybe you want to create like a mood board using Midjourney for something. So I, but again, you have to go into it already having the skills to understand when something doesn't look right, when something looks off, when something sounds incorrect or inhuman you kind of have to do I I don't love leaning fully on onto AI and using it as a crutch and then essentially like selling services that you have no skills in and you're using AI to execute everything I even heard somebody using AI as a ghostwriter for their book and I'm like okay so how the fuck does that work because you're gonna have to do a lot of copy editing also wouldn't you have to like put in your personal experience like wouldn't you still have to like write a book and then put it maybe into AI and ask it to like edit it or give it a different tone like how does that I don't know this is such a still relatively novel tool um and I think being mindful about how to use it and also being mindful of the fact that there is a lot of legal discourse happening around this where you can become legally liable for something that was fully created in AI and it was not disclosed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it is an interesting conversation. If anybody listening to this is an AI expert um, or just you like use AI a lot or you're somebody who's just like interested in it and want to have a conversation about this, I would love to have a guest to talk about this more in depth because I don't know everything and I think we can also just have a more full conversation with multiple people. So anyways, hopefully this answered some of that. Um, Again, I am a human being and thoughts and ideas evolve. So I may have have different thoughts or an evolution of thoughts on some of these things in the near future as the industry continues to grow and evolve and change and shift. So yeah, curious to hear what your thoughts are on generative AI. As always, you can DM me on Instagram, LinkedIn, or maybe even email me um, if you want to chat more about this or just have like a one-on-one conversation. I would love to. So see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at KateMob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.